Welcome to A Wild New Work, a podcast about how to take wise, soul-centered action in your work life, all based on the wisdom of nature. I'm Megan Leatherman, a mother to two small kids, coach, writer, and amateur ecologist living in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm your host today. Hi, friend, and welcome. I'm so glad that we can share space in this way together today. I am recording this in the late winter, early spring period, and I'm thinking a lot about seeds and where plants originate and what it means for them to be planted. And, you know, seeds can't move very much, but we can. And I want to encourage you to be really mindful right now of where you are planting yourself. You know, are you putting your resources into the soil that's right for you? Are you in an environment that's conducive to your next cycle of growth? I hear from a lot of people these questions and fears around, you know, is it okay to work for a big corporation? What if I don't believe in what my organization is doing? Can I have meaningful work if it's not aligned with my values? Can I earn what I need and do work that is aligned with my values? And it's almost never an easy yes or no answer. Today I want to offer some nuance that will help you to see yourself and your situation with new clarity and give you some ways forward that aren't so limited in their scope. And I want to start by talking about what I mean by values. And this is something I teach about a lot and I guide my clients through. When I talk about values, I'm not just talking about morality or ethics. When I talk about values, I'm talking about the components we need in order for our lives to feel deeply meaningful. I believe that humans are inherently good, so to live in integrity inevitably means that we are living in ways that honor our interconnectedness, that honor our need for just relationships, right relationships with one another and with the earth. Our own values are just small examples of collective values, what the world needs in order to be well. If you know about this concept of fractals in nature, then you know that head of broccoli is the larger manifestation of all its little pieces that they build upon one another. And so our own little set of values build into a collective set of values, which when we really do our work and unpack dominant culture and capitalism and internalized oppression, then we can get very close to and live into the values that truly are about collective healing and well-being, not just, you know, how can I get more for me? So I believe that this values work inevitably leads to social justice and positive shifts for the collective, but only if we continue to do the work to unpack what needs to be unpacked so that we can put together new values that are really in alignment with our own integrity and in alignment with the social good. So when I talk about values misalignment, what I mean is that we're in a place where we're doing work that is in conflict with who we deeply are and what we need in order to feel fully alive. And I've seen this manifest in a lot of different ways for people. Sometimes it's an obvious, really acute misalignment, like 
you're a vegan who works for a meatpacking plant, <laughs> that would be really obvious. But often it's more subtle for people. It could just be that something doesn't really feel right where you are, or you have to spend a lot of energy and go through a lot of mental hoops to justify what you do or why it's good or why it's not so bad. Or you're doing work where you can't really see any real importance to it or it's valuable work but you're inside of a toxic culture or you've created a business for yourself that doesn't feel supportive and sustainable. For some of us, myself included, the entire premise of work feels misaligned sometimes. The idea of working for someone else for 40 plus hours a week for a wage is misaligned for many people. Personally, I just cannot do it and still feel free or like I'm living a meaningful life. And there's a, a ton of subjective experiences all throughout these examples. We all have different thresholds. We all have different things that we're willing to compromise or not compromise and different comfort levels with work and who, who it's for and how much we do it and what the work is in itself. It's really difficult to live in alignment with our values inside of capitalism because capitalism can only thrive in our misalignment, in the breaking down of community, in the pillaging of the earth, in relating to one another transactionally and getting as much as we can for as little investment as possible. So we are swimming inside of a sea that is in misalignment with our core values and it's impossible to do work that's 100% congruent with what matters to you because at the end of the day, you need money in order to survive, at least at this stage in history, unless you're living fully off the grid and self-sufficiently. So our invitation as people who are in this world, in this time, who care about the work that we do and the impact that it has, are invited to find and create what Margaret Wheatley calls islands of sanity. And she describes these islands of sanity as spaces, both internal and external, that are, quote, bounded by our values, commitment, and faith. And these are places where we can, again, quote, prove that in any circumstance, we humans can be generous, creative, and kind, end quote. So today I want to support you in understanding where you are in this sea of dominant culture and capitalism and help you to understand where your own island of sanity lies, how you can sync up with work that does give you the chance to be in integrity with yourself and in integrity with what matters to you. So one major problem, one reason this is so hard is cultural, which is what I just talked about, that we live in a culture of extraction and oppression. Another issue is an internal one, which is the binary way of thinking that so many of us get locked into. A lot of times I'll hear clients talk about things in very either or ways like, you know, I either have to work full time or I'm going to be poor or to be wealthy is to be good and to be poor is to be bad or I have to be successful in this way, not that way or, you know, I am living out my values or I am not. It's this very concrete, very limiting way of seeing the options and possibility. And this way of thinking can often drag us into unhelpful shame about where we are. And it also separates us from our own ability to creatively find a middle way through. You know, if your options are either this or that, and neither choice feels right for you, then you're just stuck indefinitely. And that's almost never 
the full truth. Those are never the only options. Meaningful work is really subjective, and I'm not here to claim that a fulfilling vocation has to look any one way because each of our values are personal and the way that those want to be expressed in our working lives is personal. But if your spidey senses are going off and telling you that the work you're doing is not congruent with who you are or who you want to be in the world, I want to share my advice and perspectives with you today. So again, I'm suspending judgment here because we all cause harm under capitalism. We're all culpable in some way, in varying degrees, depending on where we are within this web and how much we benefit from the systems that are in place, the systems that are pro-capitalist, white supremacist, you know, pro-corporation, all of the things that create hierarchies of oppression and access to resources. So we each have to take responsibility for our choices and what we invest in, which includes work. And so it's not all on us as individuals, but it is important that we stay willing to look at how we're relating to or benefiting from the way things are. And my intention today is to support you in getting into a work environment that really supports your well-being, which, and I'll be honest here, that is harder to find than work that you know, is detrimental to your well-being. But in my opinion, it's better to struggle to carve out a path that is right for you than to waste away in a situation that you know is wrong for you, even if it's kind of the default mode and the way that most people around you are working. Working in this culture is hard no matter what. So why not explore the paths that ultimately lead to your self-awareness and to your congruence? We get to choose where we struggle and what we fight for and what we're willing to carry. You know, ironically, it's harder in this culture to live a life of ease, ease being one that includes living in a way that's conscientious and thoughtful and, you know, pro-social. So if the work you're doing is causing active harm, and I'll just speak to this for a second because it's not very common. If the work you're doing is causing active harm, like if you are actively detaining people who have immigrated here, if you are building missiles, if you are evicting poor families from their homes, I encourage you to get out of that work as soon as you can, to really be intentional and find a way out of that. Because while you won't bring the system down with you, you could slow it down just enough to do a little bit less harm, and you will stop the immense flow of harm that's coming to you inside of an environment like this. So if there's an active misalignment that is acute and is causing harm to others, I encourage you to take that really seriously and get out. For most people, the harm or the misalignment is much more subtle. You know, maybe you don't detain political refugees, but the senator you work for is anti-immigration. Or maybe you don't build the missiles themselves, but you work in the defense industry. You know, there's lots and lots of nuance here. And again, the whole system, the whole web of work and money and the way that it flows in this culture is harmful because it doesn't flow equitably. But we can often get into places where we're trying to justify the work that we do to ourselves. And that can take a lot of energy and is ultimately out of integrity for us. So you may be far removed from harm or you may work for a great place, but just don't feel like it's clicking for you. 
And my intention is not to shame or judge anyone for doing work that's out of alignment with their values, but we do have to be honest with ourselves. If you're feeling drained at work, it could be in part because you're trying to trick yourself into believing that you can make things better or that this isn't really so bad or that this is the right fit for you when you know that it's not. So while it's true that we're all culpable inside of capitalism, it's much easier to disassociate and cause harm to ourselves or others when we are unconsciously inside of an environment that exhibits the traits of dominant culture, like manufactured urgency and scarcity, viewing people as disposable, treating the earth as disposable, extracting information or resources through manipulation or competition. So if you are in an environment like this without sources of protection, accountability, a lot of consciousness, over time it can eat you up and we've all seen it. Over time, being in an environment like this can really separate you from your own integrity and sense of, even sense of right and wrong. And I'm not saying that you're there or that you will get there, but I've seen it enough to just want to give you this warning and to tell you to take really seriously the senses you get about what actually fits for you. And if you're in a place that feels toxic, to honor that, to give yourself permission to have that. Environments like this that are toxic, whether they're universities or Fortune 500 companies, they will sacrifice you in an instant in order to preserve themselves. So the choices that you need to make about your values and what's aligned for you really have to be about you because that's all that you have control over. This is where a lot of people get stuck. They might feel shame that they work for a place that is misaligned for them, but then they feel overwhelmed by trying to find something that contributes to the collective well-being because that feels so fraught and hard to find and it, and we know that we can't find the perfect thing. So what really matters here is your own integrity. That integrity will lead you into work that has collective benefits because you are an inherently caring, loving, justice-oriented person. I really believe that. Think about who you are or who you might become if you are in a workplace culture that feels maybe toxic, misaligned, where you're totally overworked, you have no time to care for yourself or anyone else. Think about who you become in a place like that. Your world becomes the job and all of its entanglements. You're not at your best, and it's not easy to contribute positively to those around you. And that's not because you don't care or that you've become bad. It's because you're in an environment that makes it almost impossible to live in alignment with who you are and who you want to be. When you follow the threads of your values, you inevitably create a life that has positive reverberations, even if it doesn't fix everything. You know, I don't recycle because I believe it makes a meaningful difference in the world. I know it doesn't. I recycle because it's the kind of relationship I want to have with the earth. And it's because it's how I want to live. It's what feels in integrity for me. So your departure from work that's misaligned for you or your pursuit and honoring of your values, what feels important to you, that probably won't change very much externally, at least not right away, but you will be changed. And that is really, really important because it's all that you have control over. 
So if you're in a situation that you know is misaligned with you, I want to offer a couple of places to start to see this differently, to make a change if you feel interested or open to that. And I want to encourage you to start with being really honest with yourself. And this is just between you and me, okay? You don't have to tell anyone. If you think that what your organization does is total bullshit or is wrong or doesn't add any value to the world, let yourself have that. Stop trying to justify it. Even if it seems like a great organization, but you just don't really see the importance or the need for it, give yourself permission to have your feelings about it. You don't have to tell anyone except yourself, but I really want to encourage you to just let flow the truth about it that is in you, that you feel and that you see. From that honest awareness, you can start to discern what you deeply need and you'll know it because it will be subtle but offer you a sense of openness and relief. Connecting with our values and really honoring them feels like ease. That doesn't mean it's easy but there is a sense of openness and expansion and spaciousness that's there. So I want to give you some options and things that I've seen my clients do and just notice if any of these feel like a sense of relief in your body. So if, you, if you're in this place that feels misaligned and you know it's not a good fit and you're not able to sort of live into the values like you want to, you know, do you need to stay and give yourself permission to just be here? Do you need to give yourself permission to just be here for another six months or another year or another two years so that you can save up some money and come up with a plan? Do you need to stay but start creating an off-ramp to get out? Do you need to leave immediately and find a way to take time off? Do you need to stay but under different terms or on another team or with a different manager? Do you need to start something else on the side that does feel aligned for you? Do you need to stay but give yourself a deadline by which you will leave, you will quit? These are just some of the options that my clients have explored or actually done themselves. And if none of these really resonate for you, I encourage you to let them percolate. But you can also return to this and ask yourself, you know, if I could hit pause on any shame, guilt, judgment, and fear that is coming up around this, what options would feel resonant to me? And then you can start to take tiny steps in the direction that you need to go and keep checking in with yourself about it. It's okay for you to change your mind here. It's okay to stay because you need to make a compromise right now. It's okay to leave even though it looks like a great job or organization on paper. What matters here is consciousness and being in alignment with your power to choose your agency. It's so easy to get swept up in work or the culture and forget to make a conscious choice to stay or to stay on these terms or to leave or to pre prepare to leave. If you can be honest with yourself and give yourself permission to live in alignment with what you need right now, I know you will find your way. And of course, as a coach, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that coaching can help with this. Being inside of a process like coaching can help you to see 
all of your options, not just the one or two paths that your brain says is possible. And it can also help you to stay committed to forging a new path or to reasserting your boundaries if you need. We all need accountability sometimes to stay aligned with our values and who we really are. And I wanted to speak for a moment about this question that I hear a lot between staying in a place and reforming it or leaving all together. This comes up a lot for people who work in fields like, you know, healthcare or education where there's a mission and there's a purpose and there's a lot of identity wrapped up in being part of this values-driven work. And these places, because they are places that exist inside of capitalism, can often be toxic to the people working in them, even though wonderful things may happen as a result of these systems. And so a lot of people will wonder, you know, should I stay and make it better? Is it part of my responsibility to stay and, and improve it? Or should I leave altogether because it's eating me alive? And again, I'm not going to say that these are the only two options or that one or the other is the best because I don't know what is truly right for you. But I will say, one, that systems can change, that's true, but it usually takes a long time and a lot of effort and you will probably sacrifice immensely in the process, which doesn't mean that it's the wrong thing, but it's something to think about. So if you want to stay in a place that feels misaligned in many ways, but where there is a kernel of truth for you, a, a kernel of something that is really important, I want to totally honor that and encourage you to look at your time there as a marathon and ask yourself if this is where you will be for the rest of your working life, what do you need in order for it to be sustainable? And to get really serious about the external supports you need in order to stay inside of a system that is difficult to be in but that is really important to you. It is also true that it may not be in your best interest or part of your calling to stay inside of something that, like that that may feel wrong to you and that's okay too. Sometimes a system needs to crumble. We're seeing that a lot right now since the pandemic began. Sometimes we need to see how broken and ugly something is and I don't want you or anyone else to get crushed within that crumbling. So just remember that it's always an option to leave and to continue to affect positive change from a distance or in new ways. Don't forget that what really matters here is what you have agency over, which is you and your own integrity and your own alignment. And it's okay if that doesn't make sense to anyone else or if it looks differently than what you had imagined a couple of years ago. So that's what I wanted to share today, my friends. I hope it opened up some new awareness and new perspectives for you, new ways of thinking about your situation. I know how uncomfortable it is to be doing work that's misaligned and I take that really seriously and just want you to know that you're not the only one who struggles with this and that you um, can do a lot to feel like you're living in integrity with who you are. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and visit the podcast page to rate the show and leave a review. This helps the work get to more people who need it. Thank you. I'll be back with you in two weeks. Take such good care and I'll see you on the other side.